Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Thoughts with Mrs. Rimmer. I'm Ashley Rimmer, an English teacher at Ashbrook High School, and I decided to start recording this podcast as a way for me to capture my thoughts and opinions on things that have happened throughout the school day, either with my students or with my coworkers. I would like to tell you that this is simply my opinion and it is in no way affiliated with Ashbrook High School, but a chance for me to sort of process what happened during the day and maybe give a life lesson to students if something like that could come out of it. Just saying hello, I think, is a really important thing to do, and it doesn't have to be something your parent requires or social media shows you or a holiday kind of dictates. I just wanted to say that I think family is super important, and it's not that we've forgotten that. It's just it's not the same when you're not with them, and so you have to take the extra step, I think, to go out of your way in order to make those connections. And what's really incredible is seeing all the people who are already doing that. And I just encourage everybody to keep it up. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of Thoughts with Mrs. Rimmer. Easter was just the other day, and if it was anything at your house like it was at mine, it wasn't quite the same. It was just missing that element of a big family coming over and eating dinner. I know I cooked a smaller version of our traditional meal, but without everyone to share it with, it just didn't have the same ring to it. And as I was scrolling through social media, which if you're anything like me, you've had way too much time to do lately, I was amazed at some of the ways different families went out of their way to make it seem like the holiday was just the same. People still got dressed up and posed for their family photos. Some people got up early, got dressed up, and instead of going to their favorite sunrise service, they sat right there on their couch and watched the live stream of their church service from home, but didn't do it in their pajamas. They went out of their way to make it still seem like the holiday. And I thought that was really impressive. I saw some families take their posed photos and then make a collage. So instead of it being the entire family together in the photo, it was these four at this house and these three at that house. But then they put all the photos together in one post, which was a really unique way of making it feel like the family was together. I mean, I know I did my part by cooking part of our traditional food and then my mom cooked part of the food and everybody sort of had a little bit of what we would normally have on that day. We all talked and connected but it just it didn't quite feel the same but that led me to my thought for the day that it is really important that we stay connected to family and we can't always rely on a holiday or birthday to do it when we're under a stay-at-home order we would rely on a holiday or we would rely on a birthday or we'd rely on our parents to say hey you need to go see your grandma in order to have that family connection with anyone outside of our immediate circle like I'm talking a little bit more extended family here Whereas with found family, which I also think is super important as well, it is much easier to maintain those connections because they are the people you've identified as most important to you and you've made them into your family. But it is important, I think, to stay connected to the family members you don't often see. And so instead of waiting for the next birthday or holiday, just send a text message or find a way to connect with them. And maybe people have been doing that the whole time and just not posting every single thing they do on social media. But at the same time, if you haven't been, then use this as an opportunity. Your mom cannot force you to go over to your grandmother's house because it's not safe to go there. But that doesn't mean you can't text her or video chat or give her a call. It's important, I think, just to stay connected to family. It's also important to have sort of a sense of purpose. So maybe checking in on family helps them feel like they matter and it helps you feel like, okay, I did something good today. I made someone else feel good.
Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Beat the Boredom. So we're officially in spring break right now, and I know a lot of people had plans that were canceled because they weren't able to go travel. I know yesterday we were actually supposed to be at the White House doing the egg roll, which is a lottery. It's a like once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get the chance to even do that. You cannot do it if you are over the age of 13, and my sons right now are 12 and 13, so literally we lost the chance to do it for both of our children ever again, but it is what it is. You can't change what's happening in the world right now, but you can change the way you experience it. So today, the challenge for you guys to help beat the boredom is to go on a field trip without leaving the comfort and safety of your own home. Why, just this morning, I visited the Georgia Aquarium and the National Aquarium in Washington, D.C., and I checked out a pig farm in Canada. So I would like to challenge everyone to take a virtual field trip to learn something new, to experience something different, just to see something that's out there, to kind of get out of your own living room without having to go out there around all the scary germs um, or break the law by leaving, you know, but I want to challenge everybody to go on a virtual field trip today and share your experience. Share it on Instagram using the hashtag AHS at home. We're just going to simplify it and make it one hashtag that we can share things all the time. So AHS at home, you can go to the Ashbrook page and share your experience. You can just share it on your own wall. If you use Twitter, certainly share it there and tag Ashbrook in the photo as well. Sorry to interrupt. This is Miss Rimmer with a quick edit. I wanted to say that if you are outside of our Ashbrook community, we would love to have you join us and still use the same hashtag that we're sharing our experiences with. The greater this community gets, the more people that can find out about these virtual field trips and have a great time. So please join us and use our hashtag as well. But share with me exactly where you went, what you did. I'd love to hear about it. You can also send me an email at thoughtswithrimmer at gmail.com. And I can share out some of your experiences or talk about them on the next episode. But I'd love to know which virtual field trip you chose. So if you're sitting at home and you're like, wait a minute, how do I pick a virtual field trip? What do I even do? I did a quick Google search and I found um, through the website weareteachers.com, I found 25 of the best virtual field trips for the spring of 2020, which seemed a totally relevant article, I thought. Um, you can Google search We Are Teachers 25 Virtual Field Trips, or you can go to their actual URL. And the URL for that, it's a little bit long, but the URL is www.weareteachers.com slash best dash virtual dash field dash trips forward slash. So weareteachers.com and you can look up best virtual field trips. Now, just to give you an idea of some of the types of things that you can do on a virtual field trip. Um, of course, I talked about the aquarium. There are also zoos. Now, some of these virtual field trips link you to videos. So you're just watching videos, but some of them link you to live webcams. So then you're seeing like what's actually happening in the moment. The National Aquarium that I did was kind of like the Google Street View where you can like scroll through on your own and pan around, which I thought was really cool, except the video was more like satellite feed. So it wasn't live images of the aquariums. I kind of like the live view from the Georgia Aquarium a little bit better, um, but they have a link to multiple zoos. There's a panda cam at Zoo Atlanta. Um, there's the San Diego Zoo. And then they had linked um, the Georgia Aquarium's Ocean Voyager webcam, the Jelly Cam at Monterey Bay Aquarium, 
um, a virtual tour of the National Aquarium, and then they talked about some 30-minute video tours through Seattle Aquarium or the Maritime Aquarium. Um, you can visit a farm, which is also what I did. That was through video. Fresh or Farm Fresh 360 lets you go to a Canadian farm, and they had different types of field trips that you could take while you were there. I chose the pig farm because I thought they looked adorable in the images. Um, you can go to a planetarium. They have different volcanoes, um, nature works everywhere, Yellowstone National Park. You can visit the Great Lakes. Um, you can do a walkthrough of the Boston Children's Museum, which seems like something I might do later today. Um, the Smithsonian has the Natural Museum of Natural History has a virtual experience. It says it's self-guided room-by-room tour of permanent, current, and past exhibits. So even if you've been to the Smithsonian Natural Museum of History lately, you can certainly check out some of the past exhibits they have. The Metropolitan Museum of Art has 26 online galleries, and I've actually done that before in the past. It's really interesting. Um, Google Arts and Culture has a ton of just works of art stored. It's not so much a virtual field trip as it is just like looking at things. Um, there's one called the Birthplace of Music, and it says it's a fully interactive virtual field trip put together by Boise State. There is the National Constitution Center that has an interactive um, section and a virtual tour. You can go to Colonial Williamsburg or Ellis Island. You can go to the Louvre or the Great Wall of China or Easter Island, which sounds like it would be really cool. Um, you can do an electronic field trip by taking an, a visit to the National World, World War II Museum's exhibit on the Manhattan Project. Um, there's caves you can go to. You can go back through time. There's one called Turn Back the Clock, and it has like takes you to different um, past experiences, ancient Egypt, some other things. And then there's some like virtual field trips that let you explore places you could never do even if we weren't under a stay-at-home order. You could go to Mars or other places. So my challenge for you all this for this episode is to take a virtual field trip and somehow share your experience out there with the rest of the world and challenge them to also go on a virtual field trip. So once again, if you're interested, it's weareteachers.com. The actual title of this article is 25 plus amazing virtual field trips for kids spring 2020. No permission slips needed. And again, share out your experiences using hashtag AHS at home. Or send me an email at thoughtswithrimmer at gmail.com. And until next time, stay busy and I will see you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. I hope you were able to get something from the story that I told today. Thoughts with Mrs. Rimmer is recorded on Anchor FM and all music contained within the podcast also comes from Anchor FM. I'm Ashley Rimmer, and as always, until next time, bye-bye.